0: Greetings. This is Justin Allen with the Elite Nurse Practitioner. Welcome to the Elite Nurse Practitioner Show, a podcast dedicated to nurse practitioner entrepreneurism and achieving financial freedom, where I talk directly with nurse practitioners who need help. Listen up. Our market is saturated. Jobs can be scarce. We are underpaid. We are undervalued. We are taken advantage of by the sharks within the healthcare system. And frankly, screw that, sick of it, and it's time for a change. And listen, I'm here to help make that happen. We are powerful. We can forge a path where we are in control of our career and ultimately our financial and personal well-being. You do not need to submit to healthcare administrators and your doctor overlords. You do not have to take the measly salary. You do not have to work 50 to 60 hours a week. There is a different way, and I'm here to show you that path. This podcast is Raw and Unfiltered. I have not talked to nurse practitioners in this podcast prior to the call outside of an email exchange to schedule the episode. What you're about to listen to is a consultation session between a nurse practitioner and myself. It is real, it is unscripted, it is unplanned, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Anything and everything can happen during our conversation. The nurse practitioners in these episodes are struggling with an issue in their professional or financial life, and they have reached out to me for help. My goal is to help the nurse practitioner with actionable advice that will enhance and improve their professional, business, and financial life. My other goal is to hopefully help my nurse practitioner sisters and brothers build a more productive, powerful, and free life. So, I hope the content and information within these podcast episodes does just that. All right, on to the episode. Hello, everyone. Today, we will be talking with Laura. Laura is a family nurse practitioner located in Florida. Laura recently quit her full-time job to focus her energies and time on her business. Laura started an IV hydration practice about six months ago, and it is doing okay, as she puts it. She is looking for help with marketing, how to grow her practice, and generate an income that would replace the salary she was making in her previous job so she can break free. Hey, Laura, how are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for hopping on this call. I really appreciate it. No problem. Anyways, bring us up to speed with where you're at in life. How long have you been a nurse practitioner for, what you've been doing uh, in terms of work and that sort of thing?
1: Okay. So I have been a nurse practitioner for about six years. I started my career in women's health, even though it's family nurse practitioner, worked for women's health for about Five years, got burned out, went over to aesthetics and then realized that maybe it wasn't the job. Maybe it was that I always felt like I could run the wherever I was working for better. So thanks to the elite MP, I decided to jump in with both feet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right fair enough so you're basically sick of making other people rich
1: <laughs> yes
0: yeah so it was kind of like uh like being in school you feel like you could teach better or being in a job yes. and you're just like hey, i could, i could run this better this manager's an idiot right?
1: right <laughs> like right. if i just could find that perfect job that would just you know listen to me and do things the way i want to do them <laughs> It doesn't exist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Listen, if you have the mindset of an entrepreneur, you will never ever be happy or satisfied working for someone else. It just ain't going to happen. You're never going to find that perfect job. It's just not.
1: No, I've tried. And no, it doesn't exist.
0: (laughs) Right. One of the most perfect jobs I ever had was working at a go-kart track. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best. Yeah. That was like the best job I ever had. I mean, come on. You know, that's not going to pay the bills. Right. No, no, no. Anyways, though. Okay. So, so you started a, uh, an IV hydration practice and you, uh, you quit your job just recently, right? Like a month ago? Yes. Yes. Okay. And what was that?
1: Uh, I was working in aesthetics doing laser hair removal, Botox fillers, the whole nine yards, uh, cool sculpting, all that fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. And so while you were working there, you started this little IV hydration practice on the side. Yes. So let's talk about that. Where are you at with that?
1: So I just rented a small space in a business uh, office or a massage therapist's office. I also am doing mobile IB services as well, just to keep that. Not everybody wants to come. Jacksonville's huge. So not everybody wants to come to the beaches location. And a lot of people that I've serviced have felt like, well, I don't feel good. Why do I want to get up and get in a car and go somewhere else? So
0: Sure. And how is business going?
1: It's okay. (laughs) Like I said earlier, I've had, oh gosh, since I've opened probably three or four, maybe a total of 10 calls while I was working full time. Most of the calls came in when I was working. So that was frustrating and was a little bit of a kick in the pants to, you know, just commit to it fully. But most of it is just trying to get in front of the people. I have a great website. I just need to drive traffic to the website. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Again, just needing to drive traffic and create legitimacy for those pages so that when people are looking, they can find us. When they Google, we come to the top of the page. We're working on putting Google ads in and implementing that and Facebook ads as
0: well. Okay. So you've been open for six months and you've only seen 10 patients? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's okay. Uh, part
1: of that, well, no, part of that was within the first three months of us opening, we got side-blinded by uh, another nurse practitioner. Our original name, when we opened up, uh after listening to your class, you know, wanted that hydration aspect to it. So we opened up a business that was called Hydro IV Lounge. We did a quick Google search, looked for other businesses, saw, oh, there's this other business in the town next town over. Well, we both have hydro. It's a descriptive term. You know, we probably are not gonna have any issue with it because if you look at places like Orlando and Las Vegas and Miami, there's an IV shop everywhere. Their names are similar. You know, they're they're all over the place. Never anticipated that this would be a problem. So I guess doing one of the events, local events here in Jacksonville, it came to his attention that we were both called Hydro Something, and he slapped us with a cease and desist because he claimed that it was copyright infringement or trademark infringement. And so he asked us to change our name. <laughs> and since we were so new into the business, we decided that it would be easier just to change our name to something else, so it kind of we almost had to restart everything.
0: Yeah, I don't think that would have been a battle worth fighting. You know, you didn't. know I mean, Yeah, you weren't established. You know, you wouldn't want no. to go court over that. Yeah.
1: No, no, we didn't want to be associated. Like his thing was, well, I get calls for your company. I'm like, dude, you wake, you're welcome for the free customers? <laughs> Question mark. So, right. So, so we really even. Have-
0: open for three months then, but you've still.
1: Correct. Correct. Okay.
0: Is the market competitive around you? Is there a lot of people doing this or do you feel like that no one just knows you exist?
1: I feel like there's a cup. Co- I mean, I don't think it's completely, it's, it is competitive slightly, but I think the biggest issue is nobody knows that I exist. I have gotten a lot of business just because, or the few calls that I've had <laughs> that I've, people that I've been able to service is time-wise because um, there was a couple who needed a hangover uh, cure. And so my competition that they had called, couldn't see them for like, I don't know, another few hours. And they called me next and I'm like, yeah, I'll be there in an hour so the other one was they could not service the patient was feeling bad he had COVID it's it sounds like he's having where the COVID lasts longer forget the name of it right off the top of my head but people are experiencing symptoms after COVID even though they three weeks later still feeling lousy he wanted an immune booster bag just to see if he felt better and one of my competitors has a mobile van So they make you, they'll drive to your house, but they won't go inside your house. You have to come to the outside into their van. And the couple was like, no, thank you. And the other one, the other business they called, they said they couldn't see them until Sunday. So I was able to kind of nab a couple of people just because of the convenience and time factor.
0: So what is this telling you?
1: That I'm not getting called first, first of all. (laughs) But also people, you know, from a consumer perspective, they want that speed. So if I can't, I mean, this is something we am gonna have to be careful with as I get busier, uh, in a solo practice that I'm going to have to hire. I'm going to have to hold, you know, get to a point where I'm running, have a business and then hold my breath again and hire another nurse or a couple right. of nurses to service these patients.
0: This is a good lesson right here that you're learning Sure. is that the patient who's willing to pay cash, that's what they sure. want. They want convenience. And so this right here is just a lesson for you know everyone listening to this. You can provide them that convenient care. You got business, right? And so they Correct. called the, you know, the bigger players out there. They were too busy. They called them probably because their Google listing came up first mm-hmm. and probably because they have a lot of Google reviews, but you don't. So they didn't call you. Mm-hmm. You were next in line. Then they right. Called you, right? Right. Correct. So two things here. You need to get that listing up. You need to have lots of Google reviews. It's so
1: important. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think almost every single podcast I've recorded up to this date this has been an issue. Like you've got to have Google reviews. It's so important. Get those Google reviews, make sure you're ranking up high and make sure that you can deliver convenient same day care. If you can even deliver it within an hour or two, I mean, you'll kill it, but that's going to be something that's going to just develop over time. You'll be able to do it at first yourself, not, you know, not a problem, but once you get busier and busier, just exactly like you said, you're going to have to hire an RN or someone else to help you out. Right.
1: Speaking of Google reviews, what do you suggest as far as your experience of getting those reviews, especially as a new business?
0: Ask every single patient that you have. Okay. Ask every single one of them to leave you a review. Like, please, please leave us a review. Okay. Like, it's so important. Please. You know what I mean? So and we do that. Just, Yeah, you gotta ask. You can even give like free coupons out or whatever for the review. You know, give right. us a review, get a free B12 shot or something. I mean, there's lots of ways to, you know, to get the review. But okay. I mean, if you deliver good care, affordable care, convenience, great customer service, and you just ask them, most of the time they'll give you the review immediately after the infusion's done. Okay. I think that maybe a
1: follow up right follow up email and um, say yep. with a link, a link to the Google review. Exactly.
0: And in the discharge paperwork, you know, leave us a review, Mm -hmm. whatever, or the email, leave us a review, get a free B12 shot the next, you know, next infusion, for example.
1: Okay. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. It's uh, really, really important. Now, what are your expenses like in this business? So let's kind of just get some basic financials out of the way here so we can Mm -hmm. understand the situation Mm -hmm. a little bit better. So how much is this costing you to, to run, you know, the, uh, the office supplies, that sort of stuff? What's your, what's your expenses looking like right now?
1: So my, Office expenses, probably around the rent, there is about $400, 4, 475 per month for the office, the little office space. That includes utilities, the IV uh, supplies. I mean, that's my biggest issue or biggest thorn in my side is because once I open a vial of vitamins, I've got 30 days to use it. So that coupled with paying attention to the beyond use dates of the supplies too. When you order compounded medication, not every pharmacy has a lengthy beyond use date. Uh, So just kind of, it's a juggling act. To make sure that once I open a vial, then, then I need to push traffic to the vials that have opened the kinds, types of IV bags that have already opened and said, Hey, I'll give it to you a half price to, for your family and friends and people like that, just to get social media content and kind of divert some of that cost into marketing.
0: Well, once your volume picks up, sure. I mean, this isn't going to be, this isn't gonna be, be much of a problem. Interview. Yeah, yes. this isn't going to be much of an issue for you, especially like sure. the ingredients that will be used You know, often, like the magnesium and the, the B complexes yes. and those kinds of things. I mean, you'll go sure. through that stuff like candy. Yeah. Okay. So then your expenses right now, the month to month is, so you got $400 in rent. You don't have to pay any kind of utilities right. or anything there, right? No. Yeah. No. Okay. And uh, and then your supplies, I mean, supply costs come and go with volume. So that's kind sure. of a hard thing to determine. Yeah. So basically right now, this thing is extremely cheap just to keep running.
1: Sure. And yeah. and I have a really good, a very kind collaborative physician. He's not charging me very much right now. As, and, right. He, as as volume picks up, obviously we'll have sure. to talk to him and, and increase his price. But it's I think he's um, he's charging me 150 just to you know nice. exist. And Great. <laughs> I do live in Florida, so malpractice insurance is very very expensive. Brexy does not cover us anymore here in Florida. So the only insurance company that covers, especially in the IV market, or I guess uh, Brexie does not cover us in the IV market. Um, we're considered cosmetic. Which is a good thing, I guess, because as i I have a non-compete with my prior employer, right now, it's not worth my time to try to fight with her over it to do Botox and fillers. so which I've been trained to, I can do, but I have that non-compete, and it's just I'd rather just focus on the IV, get the IV business going and then kind of delve into those other cosmetic services. But the good news is I guess my insurance won't cost any more than it already is. So it's kind of at a max price.
0: Are you using CMNF Group? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm covering
1: my collaborative position as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, how much was that? It's uh
1: four thousand a year.
0: I mean that, that's not terrible, you know. No, it's, 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 not. Really it's not. Part of right, the cost. Right. Of, I
1: mean, the way I look at it, it's part of the cost of doing business.
0: Exactly. There's no way around it unless you don't want to have malpractice. No. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if, <laughs>
1: we're not you know, doing if you, that. I worked hard. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, fair enough. There, there are docs out there that don't have malpractice insurance. They're just like, well, assume me. I don't got it because it's like everything's oh, you know my titled and like there's you know their kids' names and stuff.
1: Yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. yeah.
0: I don't think it's legal, but I mean, these are the things that I've read, and yeah, yeah. Everyone's...
1: Doctors can they can do pretty much whatever the hell they want. I mean, here in Florida, we have to, as a nurse practitioner, we to do cosmetic procedures, we have to have a collaborative physician who is a dermatologist or plastic surgeon. However, right. you can get your full, you can get an autonomous FNP, but it doesn't include Botox, which I think yeah. you can mess somebody else up worse with blood pressure medicine than you can with a little bit of Botox.
0: I know. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just absolutely <laughs> asinine. I know. So you have this non-compete, how long is that for? Two years. Two years. Okay. So you still have a little while before you can do cosmetic stuff, Correct.
1: Theoretically, yes. If it comes to the point of that this business is booming and I'm ready to ex- expand into other arenas, then I'll see you in court, try to enforce it. Listen,
0: <laughs> non-competes are very, very rarely ever held up. Okay. They're just not. As long as there's no wording in the contract that says something about solicitation of previous patients. But yeah. if it's just like, you know, then, then you might, you know, get in some trouble. 40
1: right. mile radius and she, right. She yeah, these not going to Northern Jackson. They're bullshit.
0: They're bullshit. Yeah. They're, bullshit. <laughs> yes. they're not, yeah, not going to be held up in court. Okay. So um, Correct. I wouldn't worry too much about that. But let's just focus on, you know, maybe, maybe in the future. I'm not poking you
1: know, the bear yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right.
1: <laughs> I've already been poked by a bear. I do not want to go for another one. <laughs> Let's just, you know, I think it was like $1,300 iron, a, a patent attorney to tell the other guy, like, you know, here's what we're doing and, and go home and sit down, you know, <laughs> We're not yeah. we're not getting into any more legal stuff yet. No, <laughs> we no, can it's not avoid it's, it's,
0: <laughs> it. right, right. It's usually not worth it. So you have this IV infusion clinic. It's essentially in the mm-hmm. infancy stages, really. I mean, you haven't really put a whole lot of effort into this thing yet. It doesn't really sound like you've put a tremendous amount of time or energy into this. So with that said, you just left your job. So are your personal finances okay? Like, do you need this yes. income like immediately? Like, how are you looking there?
1: I have about a six-month reserve.
0: Okay. So you have a six month month so, fund. Yeah. Yes.
1: I inherited some stocks and some, you know, I have a annuities and things like that. I, if I, God forbid, I, I, you know, the, the point is six months, if I need to go a little bit longer, that's fine. But you know, within six months, I should be able to get this off the ground and get it running, especially with me being into it full time and just grinding and pounding the pavement it should be somewhere profitable soon.
0: Yeah. So financially, you're pretty secure. You have resources, yeah. so you're not like going to be super stressed out here. You don't need you, you don't need money to pay rent on Friday, kind of a thing.
1: No, no, no.
0: Right. With that said, how much money do you have to invest in this to get it off the ground? Essentially, how much money do you have to invest in marketing this thing and getting it, you know, getting it going?
1: So I have about. 10 to 15,000
0: to just fully, you know,
1: just full send into it.
0: Ivy infusion, I think is one of those things that, you know, you should get the word out more of an awareness kind of thing. So you advertise right. so people are aware that you even exist, right? But a lot of the times people are looking for you. So they can feel better. They feel like total dog, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They feel like total dog shit. I mean, they're just hungover. They're willing to pay $150 for an infusion or they get COVID or an immune-boosting infusion, whatever, right? So they're they're looking for you. So with that said, I think that a lot of your energy, time and money needs to be put into your SEO strategy for sure. Getting your website up, you know, ranking really high on Google, and Bing searches, um, getting those Google reviews there, okay? So this is more like organic traffic. So people are looking for you. And you're popping up, right? Okay. So you're going to do that by having a lot of content on your website. The more content Uh you have on your website, the higher you should rank, okay, in theory. And Uh I think that maybe hiring an SEO specialist, paying maybe a a couple thousand dollars to get on your website and to Uh really do some significant optimization on your site okay, uh, might be worthwhile as well. Okay. Yeah. Because I I think this is just a search issue. I think think that people just to
1: find you. Correct. I mean, I've been. That's part of the things that I've been looking at and researching. Other larger franchised IV companies that have expanded. There's one that started off in Las Vegas and they're in Miami now. They're they're you know slowly growing to other areas. Looking at their website, seeing what they're doing, even looking at their websites for some of the content to things that I can write about, things that I can you know look. I mean, we're all nurse practitioners. We can all we all know how to do research and write a paper. So you know. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. you know see what the what the searches are so going. does this big what? company
0: have like a blog mm. they have articles and stuff yes yeah they have those for a reason so you know they have yes. their keywords so they, they show up hotter. on
1: organic search yes
0: exactly so on your downtime i think you need to be writing articles i think you need to be publishing probably a new article weekly okay even if it's just a really simple 500 word kind of thing okay very few people will okay. probably actually read these so right. it doesn't really matter that much, right? You're just wanting to put a lot of keywords in there just to increase your mm-hmm. content, which will increase your rankings. So so definitely do that. But like I said, I think maybe hire an SEO specialist, maybe a couple thousand bucks, something like that, okay. I think would probably benefit you a lot. If you want, I can get you in contact with my web developer. He is also an SEO guy. So you can talk to him. Okay. To get you a, get you yeah, a that's yeah, so, But you're also going to want to maybe do some paid advertising too, just for sure. awareness. Yeah, yeah. And then be thinking about maybe IV infusions that might not necessarily be something someone's looking for, but something that would provoke them to be like, oh, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. Like maybe uh-huh. something for they could have before they go on a marathon or a yes. beauty enhancing infusion, things like that, right? They might not right. be looking for those. So you put that in front of their face, they see right. it, they're like, oh, well, that, that, that sounds kind of cool, right? And so I, yeah, so you can I definitely have that.
1: those. Uh, on my site, um, just different ones. Hangover, I mean everybody focuses on hangover relief, but immunity builder. Um, also, I have looked at other larger companies too to kind of see what kind of IVs they offer, just to kind of get. I mean, and again, it's not it's not rocket science to figure out the recipes that these other. Companies have, and, and we're all using the same ingredients or similar ingredients. So there's over, a lot of overlap between the
0: bags too. Yeah. Most of the recipes are very similar in nature with a few yeah. adjustments. So I think that if you can maybe dedicate five to $8,000 uh-huh. for marketing over a period of three to four months, I think it would definitely pay off. And then, you know, after six to 12 months, word of mouth begins, your Google rankings start right. ranking higher, you get more and more reviews and so forth and so forth, and it just organically grows from there. Okay. You have lots of time here, though, right? Yes. I mean, you're not really doing anything else right now. No. How much time do you want to spend on this business?
1: I mean, right now, I've been essentially doing I get up and I go to quote unquote work. So, um, just doing research on, uh, just finished a Udemy class on how to do Google ads. Um, that's my next thing is that really kind of figuring out this marketing side of things. And, you know, that's where it's going to be at.
0: Yeah. Marketing is the number one function of your business. You as a business owner really should understand. Yeah. Now no, I agree. But you still have lots of time. I mean, you can't spend 40 hours a week marketing. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't take that much time right. to do it unless you were just out there waving signs and, you know, on the street <laughs> and that kind of stuff, right. you know. Right.
1: Well, that's one of my ideas is to go to the gyms in the area and just say, hey, if you know anybody or if you're looking for, I have this one for repair and recover. I can prehydrate you before you go to the gym give you these yeah. vitamins that'll give you energy and give you a better workout some nurse practitioners opened up a family practice so right night next door to me so I'm, you know going over there and saying hey do you think you know if you have any patients who are looking for these things you know i'd be more than happy to service them there's yeah. a few plastic surgeons around so offering pre-surgical and post-surgical ivs you know either they can do it before they go in for surgery or they can i uh, can go to their homes and and well or they can when they come back in for their Post op uh, visit, they can get an IB at that. Come right down the street and come visit me and get an IB in the office.
0: Right. So just some good old fashioned boots to the ground footwork marketing. Yes. I mean, that works really, really well. I mean, especially if you can get into places where right. these patients are. I mean, it sounds like you have a good understanding of that. See if you can even get some paid ads maybe in the gyms as well. Might be worthwhile. Okay. Some ads and some bars might be a good idea. Some uh, bars okay. and clubs and that sort of stuff, you know, like something like, are you expecting a hangover tomorrow? Well, we'll be here tomorrow. Call, you know, whatever. right? <laughs> you know, we'll get you infused or, you know, right. stuff little, like that uh, might work.
1: Back at the door, uh, hanging a little, uh, paper holder <laughs> in the bathroom. Exactly. Exactly. It works.
0: But yeah, so I think that'd be a good idea. I mean, you have the time for it. Why not? Right. Good. But right. you have this unlimited amount of time, essentially. I mean, why corner yourself in with just IV infusion here? I mean, you have okay. time, you know, uh-huh. you are in this salon, right? So uh-huh. there's patients there. They're looking for probably cosmetic skincare products. You know, they're looking maybe for hormone replacement therapy, weight loss. I mean, the patients are right there for you and Uh you have, and you have time. Uh So what's stopping you from integrating some more services into this? I mean, if I had, you know, 30 to 40 hours a week just to dedicate to my practice, you know, I'd probably do just a little bit more than testosterone replacement therapy and that kind of stuff. I would probably just do a little bit more, you know? So I think it might not be a bad idea to try that okay. and see what happens.
1: That's a good idea too. I'm not in a salon. I'm in a office with a massage therapist. Okay, but yes, my only issue with that is I don't want to seem like I'm poaching their 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 customers. So I've told them, I'm like, look, if if um, one of the girls she does one of them does massage, the other one does. Uh, I think she's an esthetician, so she does facials and things like that. But I can, I I do need to when I see her, I do need to approach her and say, "Hey, if you're, you know, looking as an adjunct, or give you a little referral fee or something like that." I did speak to the massage therapist who is there and said, "I know you recommend them drinking a lot of water. You know, you can always send them over to me, and I can hook them up to an IV and they can flesh out their system that way."
0: Sure. I think you might want to pick their brains as well and ask them. Okay. Is there anything in particular that your customers talk to you about or request? I mean either hormone replacement therapy or maybe things to help reduce their pain, the inflammation. Uh-huh. I mean there's so many different things you could do here. I mean you could do trigger point injections on them before the okay. massage. You know, I mean, you know, you know, okay. I mean there's so many things you could do. Correct. Yeah, like imagine doing some trigger point injections into someone, you know, maybe around someone's scapula, you know, a little bit of steroid, a little bit of lidocaine, and you do a trigger uh-huh. point injection and then an hour later they go in for the massage. I mean, you know, something like that could work too. There's a lot of different yes. options you could do.
1: Okay. That's a good
0: yeah. idea or if you want to just advertise something just completely separate maybe not even you know utilize the the customers that they have just advertise something different is there something in the area that you feel like is maybe in demand or something that's needed
1: gosh I haven't thought about that um Jacksonville's pretty big so
0: Jacksonville's that's, that's big it's yeah huge. it's <laughs> right I mean how long does it take you to drive across Jacksonville? you know the uh, metro <laughs> about an hour to drive across <laughs> 30 the city, minutes right. 30
1: minutes yeah, 30 minutes across the city, but it's like spread out. So, from where I would go to the other side of Jacksonville would take me about an hour.
0: It's huge. Um, right. So, it's almost like little towns within the city. Right? Yeah. So, I mean,
1: correct. Right.
0: Right. I mean, people would much rather drive five minutes to you versus 30 to 45 minutes across town. Right. Correct. And so, you might want to do a little research here and just take a look in your area, you know, within maybe a 10 to 15 minute drive of your office. See Uh what is available and see what isn't. Okay, Various different things, you know, I mean, Uh aesthetics, weight loss, hormone replacement therapy, functional medicine, integrative medicine. I mean, there's so many different things you can do here. Right. right? Well, that's one of the
1: things that I'm going to integrate to is the functional medicine.
0: Well, what's stopping you from doing that?
1: Um, I am waiting for the, there's a program that I'm waiting for to open up to start doing that as well. I mean, I feel like I'm sort of doing functional medicine with the, um, with the IV infusions. A lot of this is based upon, you know, vitamins and how they interact with your body and making you feel better and and non-pharmacological <laughs> treatments and management system uh, of symptoms.
0: And optimizing hormones and those sorts of things.
1: Yes, correct.
0: Right. You know, it might be something to look into. Maybe just integrate, yes. you know, another service or two. You have time here, so I think that. Okay. Yeah, I think you just need to do a little bit of market research and figure out what's within ten to fifteen minutes of you. And if there's not a, a whole lot of something, then deliver the demand. Right. I'm assuming you want to stay away from insurance, those kinds of things, right? Yes,
1: I could. I mean, it's not that it's not a big issue. If I, you know, if I needed to throw women's health and the issue right now is I have a very, very tiny, small office, and it literally is a room. (laughs) So I thought about eventually expanding back into women's health, which is huge. I feel like it's huge here in Jacksonville and just but at the same time, it would require then I'm, I'm back at, you know, I need a special table and I need, you know, speculum, things like that. So because I'm very comfortable with women's health, I mean, that again, swinging back into that would be I really would like to focus on having an established business and then moving into renting a larger space and, and maybe integrating some of that other items
0: into my So Sure. 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 I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Now, what about like a high-end women's health concierge kind of practice? Like hormone replacement therapy, general women's health needs, sexual health, these sorts of things. Okay. So make it more of a concierge model, you know, a concierge kind of practice that's high end. Yeah. You know, people pay a monthly fee, a subscription fee. You don't need multiple exam rooms and stuff. It can be done out of a little office. Right. right.
1: Yeah. Right. You're, uh, no, Like I see what you're saying. It's like almost model what you do in men's health versus... Model that as under women's health with the hormone because then you're not really doing gynecological exams and things like that.
0: Correct. You could if you wanted to. Uh huh. You know, you could if you wanted to, right?
1: Right. And like,
0: but but you could maybe take care of all their female needs. You could order the mammograms for them. Like you could follow them, but it's just more of a high end concierge thing. They pay you mm-hmm. two hundred dollars a month, for example, and that includes the hormones, but it also covers just their basic female needs as well.
1: Okay, you that's know, a good idea too.
0: Yeah. If you have a hundred patients, 200 patients, I mean, you're talking about a significant amount of money if you're charging $200 right. a month and you're only seeing these people once every three months, three or four months right. you know, at most. I don't know, food for thought. I'm just kind of thinking yeah. of some other things.
1: Yeah, really no, that's, that's a good yeah. idea. I'm just I'm making notes to myself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you're already an expert at women's health. I mean, utilize that knowledge, you know? If you did that, I would probably have that as a separate business or a DBA Mm -hmm. underneath the IV business itself. So that way you can advertise it as a women's concierge thing. You know what I mean? But,
1: I mean, right now I'm kind of in the Ritzy area of Jacksonville. There's um, Jacksonville Beach. And then their next the next little, I don't know, whatever you call it, township over is Ponte Vedra. And so that is where the wealthy of Jacksonville lives. So going back to the name change, when we changed our name of our business, uh, we got away from the hydro and water and all of that kind of idea so we changed from hydro iv lounge to indigo via um with the intention of expanding services because if i do hydro iv lounge that kind of locks me into just doing name wise or branding wise you're kind of like oh hydro iv lounge and they do botox and fillers. that just you know so we felt like indigo via was a much more neutral name
0: absolutely it's called what indigo what
1: Via. b-i-a what's that mean it's just a main name we <laughs> we thought we you made up.
0: Oh, okay. all right I mean I did yeah. it. it's kinda cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I
1: thought it was it was catchy. It was like, you know, oh, that's kinda cool. Indigo via, you know, or blue. It's like basically if you broke it down, it's a blue way or a blue pathway. So
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nah, the like
1: color in via. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, I like of, it. You
1: know, kind of I mean it's just Trying to find a name for your company where you can have the domain name. I mean, it's insane. Like all, there's a ton of businesses out of a ton of people in China who have just snatched up all the www.whatever.com. So it's very, it's becoming more and more difficult for people to find names that they want to use. Correct. So you almost have to kind of go rogue on finding a name and you know, that doesn't have a domain that's already been taken, that doesn't have a Facebook account name that's already been taken, and Instagram, all the, you know, so it's it's sure. quite challenging.
0: Well, I mean, I think you did a good job. I think that name is mean, great. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, you. yeah, no, for sure. So, so your branding can be that name and then underneath it, you know, IV and new nu- IV and nutrient hydration, or right concierge women's health and HRT. So you can have little subheadings underneath it, and and that could yes. be your branding and your marketing, right?
1: Yes, correct.
0: Yeah, and then that way, you know, the sign, you know, in your office just has the name of the practice, not and not the subheading underneath it. Correct. The right, but the marketing materials have the subheading. Yeah. So okay, no, cool. I definitely like that idea. All right. I hope everyone's enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank everyone listening and also give a big thank you to all of my social media followers and email subscribers. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to our email list at www.leadnp.com, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Email subscribers will receive updates on new weekly podcast episodes, multiple weekly articles we publish, new courses, and everything else related to helping you succeed. Remember, all elite nurse practitioner courses are designed to help you build a niche practice, increase your financial strength, and to break free from the rat race. If I can break free and that other countless nurse practitioners can break free, then so can you. Additionally, please share this podcast with your other nurse practitioner sisters and brothers out there. The more NPs that venture out on their own, the stronger our profession will become. Now, let's get back to the episode. With the IV infusion, so I guess what's the next step you're going to do here? Are you just going to just go out and just start marketing it and see see what happens?
1: Well, I mean, that's that's the next step. The next step is right. to get Google ads running and optimized and to the point where I'm beating out all the other competitions. So any, any ad that is shown, my ad is first on the page. I've been building out my blog so that I can, like you said, show up in organic searches. So it's not like, hey, buy my IV, but it's like, Hey, here's some information and, and give that value added proposition. By the way, if you're interested in this, we do service this and we do give this. So, you know, just really kind of approaching it from educational place or value added place so that I'm not constantly all the time salesy.
0: I think that's a great plan. I really do. I think that you took one hell of a risk quitting your job to throw all your time and energy into this. But I feel like that if you if you market this correctly, deliver convenient care, offer yes. great customer service, I think it'll be worth your while. You're taking a risk yes. here, but you have the financial means to back you up here, so you're not super yes. stressed out. No. So you're in a great situation. I think. Uh, yeah, I applaud you I for
1: so. I mean, like I said, I mean, I really the decision to quit my job was that I was devoting, again, with that sales job. I mean, I'm I'm a nurse practitioner making $42 an hour and scraping by for bonuses, right? So like that did not, <laughs> doesn't sit well with me.
0: Screw that.
1: <laughs> I know, screw that. So, but the amount of mental energy it takes to, sell something to upsell somebody something, you know, it was just like, I come home and I'm exhausted. And I'm like, how, how am I going to, you know, run an empire when I'm constantly mentally, you know, exhausted from trying to make my boss money, whereas I'm trying to make myself money. That was the, the catalyst for for me saying, you know what, you know, I'm I'm giving you my six week notice, you know, I'm, I'm out of here. So, wow.
0: you know, it takes just some people if I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can do this. I mean, listen, you, you know, you had this realization fairly early in your career. I mean, there's so many people that never, ever have this epiphany. They never have this realization, you know, they just, go to their jobs mindlessly and do their thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for someone with a mind like yours, I get it. You're never going to be satisfied. You're never going to be happy. So again, I applaud you for taking the risk, jumping right into this. I mean, I think that-
1: Thank you. Well, I- have a very strong work ethic. And I just I always wondered, like, my work ethic is so strong. Like, I why can't I find the job that I want? And it really wasn't the job. I'm like, but look at other people. I'm like, how are you happy with the status quo? How do you go to work every day? And you just Things could be so much better, but you're just happy with the way it is, and I just I couldn't sit with that. So I think a lot of us who are in the healthcare industry are, you know, taught to be order takers or not, you know, that not critically think. Even though that's really pushed in nursing school, your hospital administration and bosses kind of tell you don't critically think, do as I say, and it just never sat well with me.
0: No, you're definitely uh, in opposition of all that bullshit. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) that's good yeah don't bend over and take this shit from these people like these corporate thugs in healthcare. that's what they are they're thugs
1: they prey on us yeah yeah, it extends even to the not-for-profit i mean i work for planned parenthood like trying to fight the good fight for women's rights and, and health and you know i i don't care what your personal beliefs are but at the end of the day i'm a provider so me what i believe about abortion should not enter into your belief system about abortion and women's reproductive rights and you know healthcare for the LGBTQIA, you know, like all of that. That is not my it's not my place to judge you. My it's my place to make sure that you're safe and healthy. And so, but even in the not for profit, I mean it was just, it was worse than corporate or as bad as. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, It's still all about the numbers. I've done not profit stuff. And I you're do like,
1: understand that. Yes. I mean, it's about yeah. the numbers, but there's just inefficiencies in the system. And I'm like, gosh, I can't, I just can't let it go. I'm just, you know, I just, I'm not happy.
0: <laughs> right. Right. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. How old are you?
1: I am 47.
0: 47. Okay. So, I mean, listen, you're starting now, it's yeah. not too late by any stretch of the imagination. You, no. a, you know, yeah, I mean, you still have plenty of time here to build this practice up and see it really, you know, really flourish. So I think that for you to grow this to any significant extent, um, you need to keep in the back of your mind that you're going to have to hire some staff, you're going have to hire some RNs yeah. to go out there and do the infusions for you. You're right. going to need to integrate some additional services in here too, I think. Okay. I think it'd be stupid not to at, you know, at first, okay. I just don't know how, I don't know what kind of volume there's going to be here for you if this could tr- truly be a full time thing I, I i just don't know it would be great if it turns into a full time thing but the thing you have to remember about iv infusion here is that mm-hmm. it's a volume game for it to generate any kind of significant profit okay and okay. so if you're mobile going to people's houses you can only do one infusion at a time or if there's a couple people uh-huh. in the house you can maybe do two or three or something but you're still uh-huh. limited to being at that house so it's a volume game uh-huh. so you will never be able to have the volume that will create a significant profit like you could if you had an office. You know what I mean? Like if you had an office and had eight infusion chairs, you could have eight infusions going at the same time versus the one or two you could have at a house. So for growth purposes here, you need to be thinking... You know, is this office that I'm in right now? Is it the most ideal place for me to be in? I think that what might happen with you over the next six months is that you're gonna be driving yourself crazy, driving to all these places, and you're look at the numbers and you're just be like, man, mm-hmm. I could really probably make a lot more money if I maybe could do three or four infusions at a time in the office so
1: right. I have yeah. in the office I have the ability to do about two infusions at one time, and okay. then I have a couple of chairs set up where I can do two infusions and then also, I have the option to do the, the you know, mobile side of it too. Because what I found is when we tell people, oh, we're mobile, they're like, oh, you're mobile. And it kind of creeped them out that I was we'd come to their house. So I like to think I'm an unassuming person, but, you know, I wanted to have that physical location again to gain legitimacy too. That right. there is like, this is not some, some random person, you know, even though I tell them I'm a nurse practitioner, or like, you know, how do I know you're going to rob me? <laughs> <laughs> right know, having right. that that physical location kind of gives them a little bit of comfort to that you know I can go find somebody somewhere you know in that too, so
0: yeah, I think you should offer both I mean mm-hmm. and you are right so they can either come yes. to get there or you can go to their house and I think and I think you should maintain that model, okay maybe as you grow, so let's say six months from now, you decide to get an office. You can do maybe eight infusions there. Maybe you have an exam room or something as
1: well. Mm-hmm. well have it as a thing.
0: service for the mobile, but charge an sure. extra 20 or $30 convenience fee or something for it. We
1: have a $50 convenience fee that we charge. And so the goal is to have, you know, get the business to a place where it's Somewhat profitable. It will have at least a year of, you know, where I can go to the bank and say, hey, or I can go to a leasing office and say, hey, you know, a commercial leasing and say, hey, I have this is my business. This isn't what I'm making. And so, Therefore, I'm not required to put down such a huge deposit. My rent is probably going to be less because they wanna see, you know, if you go in as a new business, they're gonna they're gonna ring you. So that's the other yeah. reason that I started with an office within an office.
0: Smart, it's a smart move, <laughs> yeah.
1: I also have a real estate license and my fiance is a realtor, so I have a oh. little bit of an inside scoop.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go, there you go. No, it's yeah. really, really smart. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. So, I mean, you, you already got the plan in your mind here. I mean, it sounds like you really, you're just at the cusp here of this thing, you know, exponentially. Growing. I think so.
1: I really do. I think I'm just, I just need to hold my breath a little bit longer. I think I'm gonna, I, I hope, but I, I believe that, you know, we're going to be successful, um, we are going to be able to it just that little blip in our timeline of not being able to do anything with our name was about it was a good two or three months before we were um because we were just starting to get ramped up we were just starting to see google analytics go up we were just starting to see people were finding us and then it all just we went radio silence because of this potential litigation that we had so
0: you basically had to just you had to restart It's a complete restart, essentially. Right, 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 right.
1: Yes, correct. Yeah.
0: You have everything here. You have all the ingredients to start a successful business, basically. You have time, you have courage, and you have some money. (laughs) those are the three <laughs> things you really need to start a business and you and and you have all three so there's no reason why you know with those ingredients you can't cook up a profitable successful practice and there's just no reason whatsoever you have the most valuable resource of all and that's time, time. And so correct yeah I have no time right now to start another business I don't I would love to but I have no time you have all the time in the world here so you had the most valuable resource which is time and so that's on your side here and I I just, I don't yes. know. I just, I, I don't see how this won't, won't succeed if you nurture it and, and do everything right. Sorry.
1: Correct. That's the
0: heart. Yeah. Doing
1: everything right. Right do you have any suggestions as far as as this ramps up because i feel like as soon as we start really implementing like i said google ads and getting facebook up and running and you know we're doing instagram and and trying just to get some organic traffic on the instagram and facebook but that comes slow because they keep on changing their platforms and you know who can see what but at what point do you have any suggestions when this really starts going that at what point do you think i should hire a nurse Just kind of a general.
0: So it's time to hire an employee when you're pulling your hair out from the stress. Okay. (laughs) Okay. When you get to the point where you're losing sleep, it's no longer fun anymore. It feels more like work. All right. Uh When you start getting to that point, you will know when you get to this point, you will know. Okay. Okay. Um, and also when you are giving up business. And so when people okay. are calling you, you're getting lots of phone calls, you don't have time to go out there, or mm-hmm. you're booking people out, you know, a couple of days in advance or even a week in advance, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. That's when it's time to get some help because now you're giving up business and okay. the business that you gave up could have paid for. That RN, for example. Sure. Right. Correct. Yeah. And so I think you'll just know. I think you'll, you will know. Okay. Yeah. When you start losing business and you're giving up money, it's, it's, it's time to hire someone else. And also when you're just stressed out and it feels like work. Yeah.
1: Okay. Very good. That's fair enough. Do
0: you have any other questions at all?
1: I think that is it. I mean, that's, you know, basically I had down, uh, what were some of the suggestions that you like, as far as getting business or, um, other methods of making more money, is there anything that you suggest that I do on social media? And I think we kind of touched on that of, of doing organic blogs and things like that. Um, I have started recording videos, uh, Shortened versions of the blog. So something that's two to three minutes, just so people can see my face and say, Hey, there's a person associated. I'm really trying to stay away from stock photos because I know the, you know, Google and Google, um, Facebook and Instagram don't like that. They can read it. Any other suggestions?
0: Make sure you have some sort of offer in your ads. Okay. Okay, free B12 shot with your infusion or a free B12 push or glutathione push half off or something like that. Like you need to offer okay. something, you know, just to start building this up. Okay. The offer's very, very powerful. Uh, and if you have a time limit associated with it, okay, it causes an urgency. Okay. So, you know, schedule your first IV and receive a free glutathione push uh, this week only, that okay. kind of thing. Create urgency. So create okay. create urgency and provide an offer. If you do those two okay. things, your ads will perform a lot better.
1: Okay. So you said yeah. create urgency and have an offer.
0: Have an offer. Provide something free that doesn't cost you anything. B12 is dirt cheap, for example.
1: Yeah, sure. You
0: know, I mean, yeah. I mean, most of these things are not really that expensive. So, mm-hmm. you know, you okay. being out 50 cents or a dollar is nothing when you're charging $150 for the infusion. Sure. Yeah. yeah
1: stay away from uh, rip-on too. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Groupon can work uh, in some situations.
1: (laughs) Groupon is like the mafia. Like they take half of your, I don't know if you've done Groupon lately. They take half, whatever you like, say you're giving 75% off and it's like 75 bucks for the IV infusion. Groupon's taking half.
0: Yeah. Screw that. That's ridiculous. That's too much. Yeah. Just have an (laughs) offer. Even maybe even have an offer on your Google ads too. okay? Okay. Yeah. If someone looks up yeah. your IV infusion clinic, you know, they're in Florida in the area and, you know, all these IV infusion clinics are popping up, but you have an ad there that says free B12 shot. They're probably going to click right. on your ad, right? Sure. So just, yeah. People just love something. to get something
1: for free. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Very Abso- good.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Any other questions?
1: I think that's it. Thank you so much, Justin.
0: You are welcome. Hey, listen, I like to end the episode with you asking me a question. Do you have any questions for me?
1: I'm trying to pick for good questions. ask. <laughs> where did you get this idea to start this elite MP? I mean, you know, you're, you're brave to start this and you're the one who's given everyone courage to start there. I've had, I've had two, I have two friends that I have referred. Well, my first friend, she referred your website to me and then, I started following you. I started the journey to start my own business and her seeing that I could do it. She also did the same thing in Colorado. I have another coworker slash friend that i worked with, um, who is a nurse midwife, same story burned out. She was a DN for the health department and she just became a hostile situation. She's like, I'm looking for a job. And I'm like, well, you are smart enough and you know, you, you know, women's health better than anybody else I know. I'm your, my resource. So I'm like, why don't you start your own business? So she's opening up a brick and mortar and think next year. Yeah, so well, that's awesome. So how did you, I mean, what what was the precipice of you, you know, wanting to help the rest of us?
0: Just seeing just the shit show of our profession of what's going on. I mean, seeing NPs getting paid less and less and less as inflation goes up and up and up. And seeing these salaries of these, you know, these hospital CEOs, and you know they have the audacity to pay us forty five dollars an hour when they're giving themselves right. million dollar Christmas million. bonuses. Yeah. I mean, right? You know, I was working for this corporate healthcare um, system. I was doing their urgent care and. The just the director, not even like the CEO, vice president, just like the director of provider services, we got like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Christmas bonus. I'm sitting there just like this, this is ridiculous <laughs> i I, I paid that guy's Christmas bonus working my ass off, screw this, I'm sick of making these sharks money, and so I got out there, I started my own practice, I took the big risk, I took the leap like you did. I uh-huh. saw how easy it was. It's really not that hard. It's not that
1: hard. No, No. it's
0: not that hard. Right. And so I'm sitting there doing this. I'm just like, you know, I always had kind of a presence online on Facebook groups and message boards Uh and stuff. And I just kind of just started chatting with people on Reddit. And and I just found my, I was just like, I really, really like helping people do this. So I was like, well, I'll just take a risk and start this elite NP and go out on a limb and see, see what happens. And well, I mean, it just kind of blew up after that. So yeah, there was a lot of pushback. I had a lot of hate especially from oh, a lot sure. of these doctor groups and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes,
1: I mean, you, for you, sure. You, our AMA here is awful. Like, we just got the ability, the right to prescribe narcotics. And they're like, well, if you want to prescribe narcotics, then you have to watch our continuing ed. Even if you don't want to prescribe narcotics, how dare you even ask us if we can do this? Because, I mean, nurse practitioners obviously are the cause of the pill mills. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. not <laughs> right it's totally like bullshit. we couldn't even prescribed it i know but yeah so the ama makes you buy their their uh educational continuing ed and then you have to join the ama if you want to get a discount but you can't be a you have to be a doctor or a pa to get to be able to join their am <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, this is
0: not fair. Uh, all these yeah, sharks, sure. there's too many people taking advantage of nurse practitioners. I mean, it's just God awful. So yeah, that's pretty much why I started I was just like, you know, I'm just sick and tired of seeing all my colleagues get just walked all over. So hopefully next five to 10 years, you know, I would love to see maybe a quarter of all nurse practitioners in this country, just giving the middle finger to the healthcare system and have their own practice. Right. I would love to see that. It makes me so happy.
1: Oh, um, I, I hope so. I mean, there. I think. I feel like. Fun- I have mixed feelings about functional medicine because when I did my research into functional medicine, I'm like, wait a minute, this is the nursing model. This is the holistic be- view of the patient that we've all been taught right. and have been taught to operate in. And y'all are just taking that and calling it functional medicine. What? <laughs>
0: yeah, I completely agree. Yeah,
1: but, I'm like, wait a minute, this is nursing. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, well you have any other final questions for me at all? This was a pretty good conversation. I do not. I, w- I just
1: yeah. want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I don't think I would have had the courage or the cojones or the knowledge or anything without having taken your classes, having followed you on you know, Facebook and read your blogs and your posts and all of that. So thank you so much. And you've got th- three of us <laughs> to do something we never thought we could do.
0: You are welcome. There's a lot of MPs too. I mean, that are yes. doing this and listen, even this podcast episode that we just recorded, they're going to hear your story and you're going to be part of motivating maybe someone out there to get started. So I yeah, just so. a giant I circle.
1: I hope so. Yep. The ripple effect for sure. That's
0: right. That's right. Exactly. So, well, hey, listen, Laura, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I hope everyone enjoyed the conversation with Laura. Laura went out on a limb. She took a risk. She quit her job because she was sick of enriching someone else. She was being walked all over, getting paid a measly amount of money for the amount of money she was producing. And so she took a risk, quit her job and went straight into her business, even though her business really isn't even profitable. All right. So you need to walk away from this understanding that you have to take a risk if you want to start a business. Okay. Every single business requires taking a a risk you have to have courage you have to have some time and you have to have money to start a business okay courage is one of the most important factors there because you have to understand that anytime you start a business there is a risk involved liabilities the amount of money that you could lose and those sorts of things the good news is though is that with these little side practices the risk really isn't that high you might be out five to ten thousand dollars at most. While that sounds like a lot of money, it's really not that much money in the grand scheme of business, especially if it succeeds, okay? So you need to understand that you have to take a risk. Everyone's risk tolerance is going to be different. There are risk tolerance calculators online. You can look them up. You can take these little questionnaires, determine what your risk tolerance is. Laura obviously has a high risk tolerance, all right? I have a pretty high risk tolerance as well. If you look at very successful entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires, they all have high risk tolerances. You have to be willing to take a risk. So ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? The business fails and you go back to work. That's the most likely situation here. So she could take a risk. I could take a risk. You can too, right? It usually will pay off. Hope everyone enjoyed that episode. I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show. Quick legal disclaimer, the content of this podcast is meant for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be used as legal, financial, medical, regulatory, or practice-specific advice. For information pertaining to your specific legal, financial, medical, or practice-specific needs, please be sure to consult with your lawyer, CPA, medical director, and or your state's practice laws and the most up-to-date clinical guidelines. As always, do your due diligence when it comes to any information found online and in podcasts. The content in this podcast is copyrighted by Galaxy Medical Southwest 2022 and cannot be duplicated, rebroadcasted, or reproduced without our written permission.